<laughs> we can Here do we a go. few takes and get the, be- yeah. the best intro, one with the best energy, for sure. Yeah, one of, one thing I want to do is, like, have more energy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of I Think You Should Love This, the show where we try to convince people to love cult favorite comedies. I'm Joey Vestal, and with me is my co-host and today's guest, Nate Bennett. Hey, everyone. I'm Nate Bennett. And let me just say right off the bat, I am uh, I'm extremely honored to be a guest on today's episode, um, as well as the co-host, kind of a... Fun little mix-up to your normal routine. Yeah. So why why are you the guest today, our listeners might be asking? Well, you all know Nate as the host of I Think You Should Love This, but it's a bonus episode today, so he's here as a guest to talk with us about Netflix Presents the Characters, Tim Robinson. Uh, and Nate hasn't seen this yet. He didn't even know about it. So I yeah. cannot wait brand to, new to show it to you. I'm really excited and you you hyped it up a good amount. So my my expectations yeah. are extremely high. Yeah, I was I saying mean, before the record, I think this is my favorite episode of I think you should leave. Honestly, I think this is how he got that show cuz this aired a, probably oh, a couple before. years before. Yeah. Okay. And um yeah, it's it's so funny. Every sketch is, is like top notch. Top tier. Yeah. <laughs> and the the series itself, like each each episode is a different comedian. Like Lauren Lapkus's, I remember being really funny. I haven't watched all of them uh except for the first time through. Got uh, it. And then except for Tim's. I, I rewatched Tim's a few times, but I remember nice. Lauren Lapkus's being funny and John Early's was was funny, but um there's there's other comedians you'd recognize some probably you might not but it's definitely worth cool worth a look see and maybe I was gonna, maybe a couple seasons from now maybe we'll do it <laughs> yeah 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 i was gonna ask so you kind of explained but is the show basically it's all sketches but each episode is like a different comedian sort of running it or maybe maybe i yeah. should have no context going into it <laughs> yeah i mean basically it's uh without giving too much context each episode is a different comedian to and it's their time to shine so they can kind of do whatever they want i remember some of them being more like sketchy and some of them being more like kind of like uh i don't know experimental i guess nice so yeah it's definitely worth a watch um but i remember i'm so stoked cracking up at a couple of lauren lapkus's and then all of tim's are way way up there (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited should we get into it yeah yeah so the way it's gonna work today is we're actually gonna like watch it together eat we're gonna watch a sketch pause it nate and i are gonna chat about it and then we'll move on so hopefully i convince i can convince nate to love this so we'll see i'm excited i feel like i'm uh i don't know i guess we'll see We'll see how hard it is to convince me. Yeah. 
All right. Okay, we're going to start. There's like an intro to each episode, so we're going to start with the intro, even though it's not really a sketch, but there are a little, couple little jokes um, in there. Okay. Yeah, let's Cool. Let's do it to it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I love where that's going. Okay. So, quick synopsis of what we just watched, because... We're not going to make you guys listen to us watch it. That would be boring. But um, basically, each character's episode starts the same. It, like, zooms out from a microphone and goes backstage. But there's mm -hmm. little jokes sprinkled in. This one, everyone behind and backstage is really old for some reason. Um, <laughs> kind of just an odd little detail. Not that it's necessarily <laughs> a joke to be old, but... You know, just a, f a fun little detail. Anyways, we go into Tim's dressing room and you see him telling stories to a few elderly people. And as they're laughing, they ask for another story and he just says, no. <laughs> he tells them, it's time to start telling me some stories. So one of the elderly guys says, when I was a small, small boy, I had big, big muscles. And, and then we <laughs> fade out to the title card characters, Tim Robinson. <laughs> So Brilliant. so yeah, what did what did you think, Nate? How I'm very intrigued. It? I I, I yeah. like where it's. Oh, how would I rate it? Mm. Oh, you know, as far as um, <laughs> as far as mysterious openers go, um, I'm gonna give it a uh, a four out of five. Oh, I'm, great. I'm very Perfect. intrigued. Um, I like where it's headed. I think I, I think I have an idea of where it might be headed and. Excited to see what's next. Yeah. So one one thing I noticed rewatching this was the the elderly guy who starts a story. When I was a small, small boy, mm -hmm. I had big, big muscles, which made me wonder, is this like the seed of the idea for Little Buff Boys competition? <laughs> <laughs> that... I could I could absolutely it... I could absolutely see that happening yeah. and i i don't i was sort of expecting the next sketch to give us more details on that uh little buff boy story but oh it might maybe that's not the case I guess, okay no i don't know either we'll way see. either way that's a that's a great fodder for um the little buff yeah. boys <laughs> oh yeah awards show all right well let's let's just move straight on to to sketch number one all right cool here we go, pressing play now. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Okay. Oh man, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, 
I, I got the feeling you enjoyed it, but let me go through the synopsis real yeah. quick and we can run, chat about it. Run through it. it. Okay. Okay. So our hero, Sammy Paradise, is like a Rat Pack-esque jazzy muckety-muck guy. He walks into a casino with his date and he's singing about his gal, Lady Luck. Uh, well, you know, he's like flaunting his wealth. He's buying champagne and steaks for people. And he gave a guy a $1,000 tip. Um, anyway... He he arrives at the craps table with his date and places it all on seven. And he's still <laughs> singing about Lady Luck when they roll snake eyes, instantly <laughs> catapulting him into a fit of panic. He accuses people of jinxing him, stealing his steak and his thousand dollar tip. The waiter gives the tip back, which he immediately loses on roulette. Um, he tries to sell a night with his date. Claims the fountain burned him after he tried to get his quarter out of it. Then he tries to sell his toupee, uh, which is just the top and the left side. Uh, finally, he announces he's going into the bathroom to suck his own dick and people can pay whatever they think is fair. Um, and it ends well. The, the patrons of the casino kind of grapple with what they just witnessed while hearing his muffled attempts from the bathroom. <laughs> So Nate, uh, what do you think of oh, the sketch? Man. Oh man, there there's a lot to to talk about. Um, the first, yeah, the first sort of third, I guess, is like I, I was thinking this is probably the most like charismatic character that Tim <laughs> that I've seen Tim play. Like, it's, very, it's very smooth and suave, which is not how I would describe any other character that I've seen Tim Robinson play. Um, yeah, and then yeah, once once the Snake Eyes turns out it's just a, a complete self-destruction yeah, like full-on tim robinson <laughs> yeah. like, i'm ruined yeah, that was the exact point where i was like okay i know this is back into sort of yeah. familiar territory <laughs> yeah um, when i the first time i saw this i didn't know i wasn't super familiar with tim robinson and so i was like yeah oh, was the joke that he's just kind of like this you know uh, like casino-y well, what's the word like a old two eyes himself kind yeah, of guy yeah, yeah. you know oh, um, <laughs> but but then like once it makes that turn i was like okay here's here's where it is here's where the meat yeah. is <laughs> yeah because you saw uh, this before uh you ever saw like i think you should leave right yeah yeah i may have even seen it before i saw detroiters but Detroiters oh, okay. is so different. Um, it's not yeah. like sketch, and he plays like one different character style, the whole sure. time. Yeah, but yeah, it, that's, that's a great. Uh, this this made me laugh real hard the first time I saw it. Um, <laughs> it's just it's funny how like you know as he's coming in, he's like doing all this stuff where he's just like being yeah. generous and, and really showy. just flaunting as well right. yeah real showy and he literally undoes or tries to undo like everyone <laughs> you know he eats a bite of the chewed up steak but he always like what's funny is like not only does he try to get the steak but then he tries to get his money back for the steak he's like it's overcooked i'm not paying for this or when That's he like so throws true. his coin in the fountain and he's like yeah ah, burn me the water burned me it's piping hot <laughs> yeah the water the water burning him i think is a is a, they're very similar gags and i think you should leave i don't want to i don't want to spoil yeah. too much from that show yeah. but 
the, the some, episode there's where some he's hot like gazpacho in that show yeah that that one also the one where he's like choking and tries to drink it to take a glass of water it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> stinky yeah. Oh, um, that was a fun little detail i also loved uh especially the the random um overweight guy who <laughs> yeah at first he's like he's like very like jokingly yeah. like oh this guy looks like he could <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's it's very um it's very it's almost like a more approachable and then <laughs> as soon as he loses his money <laughs> he just completely loses it uh that was great that was a fun yeah i'm trying to think of running through the uh running through the sketch there, there's a lot of things that i was like noticing as as i was watching that i wanted to call out um yeah um do you think that he went through the five stages of grief i was trying <laughs> to like um so there's like kind of the denial at the beginning where he's saying like you yeah. jinxed him like it's not real and then <laughs> i mean the whole time right. it's anger um and there's a lot of bargaining like you know he's trying to sell a night with his yeah. with his girl and he's like anything yeah. you want rip her teeth out keep them souvenirs um <laughs> depression is so good I, I guess oh absolutely i don't know if there's like a specific depression part i'm sure i'm is. ruined Maybe. i'm a dead man <laughs> yeah and then acceptance is at the very end where he's like I guess I still got to start the show when <laughs> he's in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did also love how he got the $1,000 back and then it immediately lost yeah. him again. I thought that was Put it very on representative of <laughs> Like, he did not learn anything yeah. from this Also, I don't remember, did we, did we, did he say, like, how much he bet on the, at the craps table? I, I can't uh, he, well, he says you owe me fifty grand. That's um, right, fifty grand. So I assume yeah. it's probably that much. <laughs> so yeah. it's so good because I think watching the sketch, you assume that he's super rich, obviously, because he's like yeah. giving out one thousand dollar bills, and the fact, that, <laughs> and the fact that he immediately like, <laughs> if he's if he's broke after that, that means that he he went and bet all of his money, which was only fifty grand, on this, and then yeah, <laughs> just so funny to me. It's like funny to think back to the beginning, yeah. and it, it becomes that much more ridiculous in the context of yeah. like what we know at the end of the sketch, which I think is oh, great. Totally, yeah. When you see him walking in and he's all confident, yeah. Like, boy, boy, if only you know. If only yeah. you know. Have you ever gambled much? <laughs> Uh, no, I, we went up to a Blackhawk in Colorado, mm-hmm. um, maybe one or two years ago, at, maybe it was before the pandemic even, but my father-in-law basically like <laughs> gave us all like 50 bucks to just like go lose somewhere. And yeah. yeah, I didn't make any money. How about you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I turned, I was in college in Reno. So when I turned 21, uh, we would go to casinos because you could drink for free while you're while you're gambling. And oh, I dang! Quickly discovered that there's a reason the drinks are free. It's because you lose a lot more money <laughs> even playing dollar blackjack. Yeah, um, yeah. I lost so much money that I just like all my money. I had like eighty dollars to my name, and I oh lost my it God. on my twenty first birthday. I was like, well. So it took like there a few times of that. 
before before I learned my lesson. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's it, great. funny. Funny enough, um, the only uh, floor game I've ever won at is craps. Um, hmm. Every other game, I mean, that's I think I won you know 150 bucks or something. Yeah, I was gonna nothing. say okay, all right, <laughs> but you know, I wasn't betting oh, 50 grand. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was playing <laughs> so, at the low stakes, the Boomtown Casino in Reno, not, <laughs> not uh, the Bellagio. That's right. Like that. The big dogs. <laughs> so is it, you're, as long as you're in the casino, you can just drink for free, or do you have to, like, gamble every five minutes in order for them to... Th- um, you had to be, like, either at a, at a machine or at a table, and typically, like, the higher stakes tables or machines, like the waitresses come around more often um just like so like when you're paying penny slots you might get lucky if the waitress comes by every you know yeah hour but um we used to play like dollar blackjack the high caliber tables more often for sure that's where they're making their money (laughs) so yeah i really identified with it it was uh I've been there. Okay. I know that feeling of losing all your money. Not 50 grand, but $80, which is similar. Yeah, it always hits um, a little harder when you've been in that exact situation, which it sounds like you have been. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, before we move on, I just want to call out that the very last line you hear in this sketch is a muffled line from the bathroom where he goes, I touched it. <laughs> oh god anyway that's impressive all right yeah shall we uh shall shall we start the show and move on to the next one yeah let's do it i'm ready Morally, you listen to me, and you listen to me very carefully. Do not go in the tent with your uncle on the family camping trip. Oh my God! There will change your life forever. Oh God! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Sergeant. Affirmative. Affirmative. Oh Love you. <laughs> no, that's so sad. Okay. Oh man. Um, this one. This one's a toughie. But uh, let me go through this. What a ride. <laughs> Okay, so we open on a limousine rental company's office where one guy, Raj, is the office joker. Uh, three other co-workers can't get enough of him and call him Raj, king of the slams. Um, in walks Morley, played by Tim Robinson, who obviously doesn't like fit in with this group. The tone changes as he talks about his weekend and shows off his new mustache. A clear attempt to look more like one of his co-workers, Mike. Raj decides to uh, play a prank on Morley, so they gather around his desk while he calls Morley. Raj says, it's 1981, we want our mustache back. (laughs) Morley cautions himself from 1981 not to go in the tent with his uncle, immediately changing the mood in the office. 
Um, the guys kind of give up on the prank and try to show Morley some kindness. Morley then tees Raj up for a your mom joke, causing, you know, raucous laughter. Unfortunately, Morley doesn't quite get it and calls his dad and tells him the good news that mom's alive and the bad news, he's sleeping with his boss, Raj, king of the slams. Uh, we kind of get a glimpse into his relationship with his dad as he yells, sir, yes, sir, and yes, sergeant. And then the phone call ends when Morley says, I love you, and kind of begs under his breath for his dad to say it back. <laughs> so, what'd you think, Nate? Oh, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I, I liked it overall. Yeah. It's it's one of those sketches where it's it's very uh, it's very funny and then it's like so sad. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of my notes. Is this one too sad? Like obviously the sketch deals with some really heavy topics which are not funny, right? The way it deals with them, I'm still laughing at it. Like the joke about mm. his uncle, it's not funny that that that's the joke. It's funny how quickly like the mood changes in the office like that's why i think it's funny because right. like you know they're all just playing around and all of a sudden it's like oh my god it's so heavy <laughs> yeah but, yeah um totally too sad is this sketch too sad the more i, I, watch I it, liked I'm, it i thought it worked okay. <laughs> i also think i think that that's sort of what comedy is for is to like yeah it's it's sort of another way to like talk about these things and obviously, like, I don't think the sketch was, like, trying to make any profound point about <laughs> that. Yeah. It was more using it for, like, the dramatic effect, like you were saying. But, yeah, yeah I think it I think it really worked in the context of the sketch. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely one of those situations where, like, <laughs> like, taking things a little bit too literally is also something that I think Tim is, is a common theme in a lot of Tim's sketches. Um, yeah, totally. where there's there's an element of like social awareness <laughs> that would usually sort of confer to someone that like it's a joke and that just totally goes over over Morley's head, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Um, I also love the line, "It's a weekend project." When they were talking <laughs> yes. about his, his mustache, yeah, just a little weekend project. Just a little weekend. Project. <laughs> I don't know why. I... I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but. Just the idea I, of, like, that was sort of the, <laughs> the main focus of his weekend. Also, like, in Well, that he days, got in trouble with his neighbors because he was playing his jazz too loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of a jazz um, head. I, I love how he walks in and he goes, I'm just doing okay. Like, no one asks how he's doing. He just comes in and announces it. <laughs> yeah. He just starts it off with that. Yeah. I'm just That's doing so okay. I also I think this is one of the like most different characters we see Tim Robinson play. Mm. Like he's he's really got, you know, usually his characters all have kind of like I don't know, minimal differences from from each other, but this one is kind of like yeah. He's he talks in a more unique way and yeah. Uh I think I, it, I, I, think I really enjoyed is... his performance. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really effective at, like, telling us a ton about Tim's backstory through oh, totally. lots of simple little cues. Like, just the, also, another thing that made me crack up really hard was when he he's like, 
talking to his dad normally. He's like, good news and bad news, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then just immediately <laughs> starts, like, <laughs> sir, yelling. Yes, sir. sir, yes, sir. <laughs> like, four times. Yeah. Yes, sergeant. Oh, God. I don't know why that tone switch was so funny to me. But, yeah, all those little cues, like, really tell you so much about about that character's, you know, history in such a short amount of time. I think it was done really well. Yeah. Uh, has this ever happened to you? <laughs> my dad actually used <laughs> to, like, make me... Uh, my dad was in the military, but he was in, like, the Army Reserves. So it was, mm. like... I don't know. He used to, like, when we were little, he would say, like, attention and make us line up and stuff. But it was That's more funny. a joke for him, I think. Yeah. Um, more just so my experience was a little different than Morley's, I think. But, That's so uh, funny. I'm I'm pretty sure my dad was one of those dads who, like, if someone ever said, like, tried to say sir to him, he'd be like, you don't have to call me that. Like, <laughs> try to do the opposite. But, yeah. I can't I can't say that this has happened to me <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I have I have been the butt of the the burns at the office before, I'm sure. And I've also oh, yeah, like absolutely I've been guilty of like you know, going along with like kind of roasting someone and then finding out like <laughs> you know, like their life's not so easy. Maybe you should go easy on them and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've kind of been on both yeah. sides. Yeah, I've absolutely been in situations have. where, <laughs> yeah, I think most people have. I've totally been in situations oh. where people, like, are tr- doing something in a very lighthearted manner, and then it takes a yeah. very dark turn very quickly. Yeah, I just actually thought of an example of this, but I think I'm going to save that story for another episode, so. Perfect. Teaser there. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's take a quick break here. Cool. Welcome back to I think you should love this. <laughs> For all the money that this oh. podcast is worth. Yeah, this money, <laughs> this podcast costs us money. <laughs> mm. All right, sad but true. Yeah, maybe not someday. We'll see. And you guys can change action. that, listeners. <laughs> oh yeah, a little plug for our podcast. I think you should love this. Um, go ahead and rate us on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, um, and send us. I don't know. Buy a T-shirt on our website i think you should love this.com or a sticker or a tote (laughs) or a mug it's just a coat epoxy tote with like our logo like (laughs) clearly markered over it (laughs) yep we could do that all righty cool okay so nate i'm super excited about sketch three the pointer brothers this is my favorite sketch from this episode and I really hope it's yours. Oh, but man. if it's not, uh, don't okay. feel bad. <laughs> I'm, Maybe I'm I shouldn't have said realizing, that. Well, I'm quickly realizing something, which is I think I actually have seen this specific sketch before. And I think it's oh, your okay. fault. I think you've oh, sent this to have me. Have I sent it? 
Okay. But I'm excited well, to see. I don't remember that much about it, and I'm sure there are a lot of specifics that um, okay. I'm going to be excited to. Yeah. To remember. That's a bummer. Uh, well. No, I'm excited. I'm. I'm. If anything, I'm more excited because I think my processing time will be even faster. I don't know. I think we should dump it, trash it. This one's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> dump it. This is garbage. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's let's uh, watch the Pointer Brothers. so good oh god hit us with the synopsis yeah okay so an annual work conference is about to get started with its musical guest the pointer brothers uh played by connor o'malley zach canaan and tim robinson and they're just three brothers who dance on stage while trying to point at every person in the audience uh first they fight over the best method for keeping track of points they introduce a mascot, Wagyu, who steals points. They take a water break. <laughs> uh, and then they force a woman up onto stage at, uh, to point at her and show her how easy it is. Then they let her fall off stage. And the whole time, they're just getting more and more irate with the audience. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what'd you think? Oh, Nate? man. <laughs> this, is, this is a five out of five sketch for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll start off by saying that I, I did cry actual tears. <laughs> that up. I was laughing very, very hard by the end of it. Oh, good. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I loved it. Um, I, I, I love my favorite part. Sorry to interrupt. Is when they're like, no, that's great. When Sharon comes out to bring the water. And he's like, where were you? And she's like, I was laying down. He's like, what's going on with you? And then she leaves. He's like, wait, I got to give you the water bottle back. <laughs> yeah, that part is great. Uh, I think I, I so. How... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so that that guy is Zach Kanan. He's mm. like the co-creator of I Think You Should Leave. And he's in a bunch of sketches, but he... He rarely talks much. I think this is the most he's ever really performed in one of the sketches. I, I thought it was great. I'm like, why Why doesn't he do this more often? He was so funny in it. Yeah, um, he's really funny. And then I love, Connor O'Malley. I love can, like, spot him in a sketch yeah. and just imagine, like, how they picked him to be that character. Yeah. And then the other brother is Connor O'Malley, and he... I... I 
find him very funny. Every sketch he's in yeah. this, and I, I think you should leave it just... Oh, and then his uh, stint on Detroiters is really good. We might have to watch that for another bonus episode, at least that episode. Um, I'm definitely down. But yeah, I, feel like I, I love a, how he angry a, he gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he does a great job at matching the, the unhinged energy of, of Tim and, <laughs> and <Yeah>. Zach. <laughs> Oh God! One of my to that point, one of my favorite parts about this sketch is is like how frustrated they become at the rules that like they've put in place. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. The whole thing with Wagyu yeah. gobbling up their points or whatever, um, and which is a, a, a foreshadowing to um, the Chunky sketch, and I think you should leave. Oh yeah. Similar mascot and he performs a similar function (laughs) yeah but um but yeah i love (laughs) i love that they like create these rules for how this should go and then (laughs) they get so frustrated by that they can't even agree on the rules for how it goes (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna point out that too that's so funny to me that like they're trying to figure out how to do this in real time which tells me that this is like either their first time doing this or <laughs> they've just never figured out a good way to do it yeah <laughs> which are both equally funny to me oh god um yeah. what else i love the i love the like constant disbelief of the audience members as they're like this, this there's no way that that can be what this is <laughs> like that yeah. can't be what this is <laughs> the, and the, the guy with glasses of the audience members are are great yeah, is uh, John Reynolds, and he's in this show, um, Search Party. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, he's is great it a comedy? In it. Yeah, it's kind of like a dark comedy. It gets real weird, but um, John Early <laughs> is also in it, who you'll recognize from a lot of other... Um, oh. Uh, I think you should Definitely. leave sketches. So, so yeah, that's, that's worth a watch, but it's a very different vibe from this. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love how the audience, because I like how he's really excited about the musical guest. Uh, yeah. He, like, tells everybody how cool it was last year, and no one says anything. He just kind of, like, he's like, did anybody <laughs> like hear me? Host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that part is great. I also love how we get little clues about, like, Wagyu's backstory throughout the sketch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like Wagyu's backstory. That's another one where it's like, it's a little too dark. It's a little too dark. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah. the, the fact that he's still involved in the show, though, is so yeah. funny. Like, like, he's still there for some reason. Yeah, they can't fire Sharon, but why can't they fire Wagyu? Exactly. Uh, I love... I like I when Paul's... Or not Paul, Tim's like, um, he, he's not allowed... Not after what you did. <laughs> yeah, that's a great example of when he like yeah. changes his voice very yeah. subtly to <laughs> yeah. give a totally different impact. Um, what was I gonna say? I love how they gaslight the audience the entire time. Like <laughs> yeah. the the lady like falls off the stage because there's no stairs because this is not a well thought out part of their performance at all. Yeah. I was gonna like, bring you up here to every... show you how easy it was. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even pick every somebody that they the hadn't been pointed who, at. 
Yeah, I know. They like, yeah, they don't think ahead whatsoever. And then once she falls, like every man in the audience who didn't try to catch her is a coward. (laughs) (laughs) They just have, yeah, absolutely no self awareness in terms of their lack of planning and how it (laughs) impacts. Actually, another thing that I wanted to say about the sketch is that um, one of my favorite parts was the audience reactions to the show as they like sort of figure out that it's just them pointing at people. And I think that's sort of the most extreme example of a situation that I've encountered, which is like, you have to be at this seminar, at this presentation Mm -hmm. for some work thing or whatever else. And like, nobody wants to be there. I thought it was like the funniest, most extreme example of that situation, which I find very relatable. And that's part of what made it so funny to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we've probably been at a similar thing where it just went a little too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I also love the looped music. Like, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. like the same little jingle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't that notice that. Um, I'm sure that would annoy me if I did notice it. <laughs> it hurt, my, hurt my brain. It's so good. Yeah, I loved it. Cool. Five out of five. Five out of five. Awesome. We're in agreement. Kindred spirits. All right, this next one is kind of a little one. Or I don't know how short it is, but it it's okay. little in scope. And it. I had completely forgotten about it until I rewatched it for this. And I was very happy with it. So let's... Let's good. give it a watch. Here we go. Good, good. That's great. I like I like that one. That one has grown on me since the first time I watched it. Um, would you? Yeah. Think? My initial impression is that I didn't think it was as funny as the other ones so far, but I think it's also the sort of thing where if I if I rewatched it a couple times, I would pick up more little details. Yeah, things like that. It it is all the little things in this one. Like when he's he's like. Don't spit on me. What are you doing? It's yeah. just a game. <laughs> I don't know. Just yep. his little. Uh, I, I feel like I've said similar things when I was a kid, you know, and lost a game. Yeah. And I was like, who cares? Like, I I never said you like, I know you can beat me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I had a big brother. Did you have a big brother? <laughs> Uh, no, only a little uh, brother. So, okay. well, your little brother probably said it, but Can't I really. said it all the time. I yeah, know you're bigger than me. I... Yeah, <laughs> I was never. Oh yeah, run us through the uh, run us through this synopsis quick. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting rusty at this. Rusty Vickers. It's okay. 
<laughs> okay, a series of post-wrestling match interviews gets sadder and sadder as our hero fighting Jake Fletcher begs his previous opponents to be nicer to him in the ring and then taunts his next opponents. Eventually, he's in a cage match <laughs> with, with all of them and they force him to crap his pants and burn the flag and kick him in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of like a series of like post game inter- or post rat match interviews and yeah yeah I do I love how the sketch builds on itself like mm-hmm. all of the things that bug him that the previous opponent did like they just keep repeating yeah. and I also find it funny that like all of his opponents do the same things to him yeah. <laughs> like even though there's no reason for that yeah. like it makes sense that the russian opponent like burns the american flag i guess yeah. in like a crazy way but yeah. <laughs> everyone else then also does that it's <laughs> yeah. so funny to me yeah why did dump truck wallace burn the flag he's not a patriot yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah Yeah, he's he does a great job at like being more out of breath each time and like yeah you can see you can hear the defeat in his voice and the acceptance and like to your point of like (laughs) the older brother thing he's just like i don't i don't like i know you can beat me yeah i'm okay not fighting (laughs) like the, the entire thing that you get from him is is like he doesn't want to be doing this. But then yeah. at the end of the interview, he's like, well, I should have a chance next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, he he also like is kind of holding back tears in like, one of the first ones where he's like, I fell and hit my head pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, try not to cry after a pro wrestling match, you know. Just, yeah, you know. his performance is great. Yeah, he does. It also does gets faster job. and faster throughout yeah. the the sketch, which makes sense. And he's like, it, he he like tries less and less to like explain it each time. He's just like, I lost. Yep. <laughs> he yep. got me good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's a uh, fun little like taste before this next one. This next one's kind of a a longy. Let's move on to it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The meat and potatoes. Okay. I say, what are you doing, Jeff? Don't be crazy. You could have any girl in this goddamn world. And he just says, I'm in love as we make our way back to the bike. Well, I step on the road, I don't see the truck coming. Guess what's me? I say, it's like, I'll skip the entire line over. The bus out of here, because I'm really wide. So tell me what's all that over. I will miss her. The falls are close to die. No! I miss her. Oh, my God. What a ride. What a ride. What a ride! What happened in that sketch, Joey? Okay, so a dad sings his baby daughter a song about his hopes for her life. It gets super specific as she gets older, mostly about the guy she falls in love with. His name is Jeff. He rides a motorcycle. He's super cool, super tough, and funny as hell. Freaking Jeff. Jeff comes over to take the daughter for a ride and she's at work so the dad goes on the ride instead the dad eventually tries to talk jeff out of dating his daughter because he could have any girl in the world jeff pushes the dad out of the way of an oncoming car sacrificing himself and then the song ends with the dad missing jeff every day and then he hangs up his guitar and says goodnight to his baby girl 
this is so this is one of those ones where it starts as one thing and you forget how it started part of the way through and like then at the end you're like oh yeah this was a commercial for something or this was a song to his daughter you know yeah i was i was gonna say the same exact thing which is it's very like i think you should leave ian of how it starts with you know pretty basic situation which is like a dad's singing is about daughter's sleep and then it it uh takes that it like takes this other idea to its total extreme which mm-hmm. is basically the character like <laughs> conceptualizing this character who will date his daughter and then <laughs> fantasizing about <laughs> how he'll go on rides with that guy yeah help him how out around the house relationship with him yeah <laughs> yeah and then I did. I love the twist where he he tries to like sell out his daughter because yeah. <laughs> because Jeff doing? is so cool that he could find yeah. someone better. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, uh, that's so good. Yeah, he's he's so he's like so emotional at the end of the song that when you remember that it's like a person who doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It really takes you full circle. Yeah. This one... Is that... Yeah. Is, that can't be Tim singing, is it? Do you know? It it sounds like him. It also kind of sounds like... It sounds very South Park to me. Like the... The mm, South Park guys. Yeah. It very, like, Tim I can America. see it being him. Um, But yeah. It... It was... It looked like he was actually playing the guitar. I don't know if you... If you yeah. want to do that, but... <laughs> it was so it was so yeah yeah, it was so unexpected for me like (laughs) him him i don't know he's like talking in a very like quiet voice and then just like breaks out into this very strong yeah (laughs) singing voice yeah i don't know what else that would put my kids to sleep but i did (laughs) while i was just re-watching it with you i remembered something that just happened today so like he has this you know the the memory like the future memories of his daughter that he's singing about i don't know what you would call them like the yeah the, the potentialities he's singing about um get more and more specific as she gets older and like the first one is like when she's four <laughs> she falls off her bike and scrapes her knee well today we were skiing with my kid who's three and he slammed his face into a ski pole and just like oh you know, no blood was everywhere but um yeah you know i guess so I, you could make your own little ditty yeah. to sing your boys to bed yeah <laughs> but i gotta <laughs> start getting real specific about who they're gonna end up with <laughs> yeah he's also he's making like yeah i mean he's making a lot of assum- assumptions about her you know <laughs> her preferences and uh, in her yeah. in her adulthood <laughs> i think that's the funniest thing about the sketch right is like even though he's it starts off as like oh he's singing a nice song for his daughter by the end you realize like it's 100 just like his fantasy yeah yeah Yeah, he wants a buddy yeah Yeah. exactly makes you wonder like what what his relationship with his father-in-law is you know (laughs) yeah definitely similar it's gotta be yeah well so is, <laughs> the is this what your relationship with your father-in-law is like jeff and <laughs> jeff and tim it's it's similar leilani has joked before that um 
he loves me more than he loves her. Yeah, that's that's my dad and Ananda. <laughs> they're they're yeah. two peas in a pod. And he does ride motorcycles, so oh, that's cool. where do the similarities stop? You God, tell me. Fr- so freaking cool. Freaking freaking John. Is he freaking <laughs> funny as hell? <laughs> uh, also, uh, when he's talking about how funny he is, he says, just the way he says stuff makes me crack up. That's how I feel about Tim Robinson. Just the way he says stuff cracks me yeah. up. Yeah. So it's totally it's like his he is he he delivers some lines so perfectly that it's <laughs> yeah. like whatever's going on in the sketch might not even be funny but like yeah his delivery is yeah. it really brings it home <laughs> yeah I think he, we get he some does nuggets a great like job that. at selling it yeah totally we'll get some some of those yeah. nuggets in this next sketch I'm excited about this oh, one too. okay okay a little preamble yeah all right here we go. Stop right there. Put your hands up, punk. <laughs> Say I didn't clog your toilet. Say to my face, punk. I don't know you. Well, well, well. Meet my baby, Gary Potter. You said the dress was off limits. Say you were joking. Say I fell inside of the and I did do an absolute paint job. Oh my god. Are you sure this is just good enough? Good enough. Well, well, well. If it isn't the Greyhound bus driver who told everyone I took a dump so bad we had to turn the bus around and go back to New Haven. Yeah, I went in there, but I'm not the one who did the paint job. I saw who did it. He was huge. He looked nothing like me. He was wearing a captain's hat. But you told everybody it was me. Even George Lucy didn't write this. Let's go. Announce it wasn't me. Announce it was me. Captain's hat. This guy like his old captain's hat. Wow, wow. You said everyone who does puzzle room by themselves. It's a corporate team building exercise for work colleagues. And I said, I like puzzles. And you said, here's a puzzle, dickweed. Why don't you try to get that real crap out of the toilet? Well, you don't like yourself. I never do this. Lots to discuss. Yeah, that Take one... us through it. Yeah. Okay. Um... So basically what happens in this, a man walks into a gun store. Is is that what it's called? Is there another word for a gun store? I feel like there's a word for it that I'm, I don't know. I'm obviously mm. not a gun dude, but. It does seem like one of those things where there could be a word for it. I'm not a gun yeah. head, so I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. An I armory. feel like there's a word for it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I Anyways. Don't know. He asks for a gun, claiming it's for protection, but immediately, like, dives into a Dirty Harry-esque monologue. And with each gun he tries, he goes into, like, an ultra-specific rant about an embarrassing poop-related situation. Um, (laughs) The gun shop owner eventually refuses to sell him a gun and says, you gotta leave. And that's kind of the end of it. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um first things first is is the biggest joke that he doesn't get sold a gun (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about that too like it's it's interesting at which the point like to to sort of identify the point at which the the gun store guy is like okay at this point, I can't sell you a gun. And, like, right before that, he's like, try out this silencer, yeah, which is also yeah. funny because, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean, try it out? He's yeah, just, yeah. He's not he's shooting just it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that detail. How funny. Uh, yeah. Um, I liked this. 
Yeah. I it, had a I had a, a lot of chuckles. Yeah. I love each specific each one's its own specific thing. Like one was on a Greyhound bus, one was at a Lucky Tan, one was at yeah. a puzzle room. Um poor guy has some issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So they're all poop related and then at the I think maybe the fourth or fifth one, I was like, Oh, it's not poop related anymore. Like this is this is just another <laughs> embarrassing social situation and at the very end. <laughs> yeah. He tied it all back together. Yeah. It's like I and accidentally like, used the fake best version. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was the puzzle is the puzzle room one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is just a puzzle one. Yeah. yeah. That's is great. I I love the the almost one of the funniest things about the sketch to me is like the his his fantasy is like that he'll go back to these people and have a gun and like <laughs> <laughs> like what does Redeem he want? himself, yeah. <laughs> he just the, it seems like the only thing he wants is for like the people to either like admit that he didn't do it or like or like claim that like <laughs> it wasn't as bad as as yeah. it was. Well, so it sounds like in some of in some of his stories it wasn't him. And we get a little Easter egg at the end or whatever that maybe it wasn't yeah. him because a large man in the captain's hat comes in. Allegedly. The bathroom. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe it wasn't him for all of them. At least the Greyhound bus, maybe not. But uh, yeah. Puzzle Room had to be him, though. Which yeah. brings me to another point. <laughs> I don't know that we can trust... <laughs> we can trust Tim's allegation that it was someone else. Yeah, totally. Oh, uh, yeah. That's have you ever so, done a puzzle that's room? That's great. Oh yeah, I, I've done some escape rooms for sure. Although none of them have had um, fake bathrooms in them, which <laughs> I'm like trying to imagine how it how it ties into the escape <laughs> yeah. room theme, the puzzle room theme. My brother and I always I always joke in Home Depot that we're going to use the the like display toilets um yeah <laughs> but you gotta try them out it's yeah. the only way yeah um <laughs> the captain's hat was a fun detail and then the person with the captain's hat comes back at the end of the episode yeah yeah um, good morrow. which suggests and asks <laughs> yeah asks to to use the bathroom which actually earlier i was hinting that i i didn't believe him in the in some of the sketches in some of the yeah. uh, examples that he brought up but Actually, the detail about the captain's hat person uh, coming up at the end is is causing me to reverse my yeah. my opinion on that. Yeah, because it does seem it does seem like it has some factual basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at least that. Story. George Lopez was involved in a yeah, couple of multiple them. times, and then on the and then abandoned that after that. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would build to something, and then it just That's... didn't. Yeah, so he gets so specific in his stories, and I'm I'm wondering, like, when they're, like, writing these scripts out for these things, or even writing an outline out, like, how much of that is just, like, off off the top of his head? Like, did he just make up George Lopez while right. they were filming? Was it something As like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, like, George Lopez was involved in a bunch of these? And, like, I don't right. know, little details like that. Like, even the captain's hat, like... I feel like he just yeah. made that up as he was talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but... it would be... I, I wish I could find more, like, behind-the-scenes 
content on sort of his process yeah. because I, I feel like it would be it would be cool to see like how much of it is improvised and how much of it is sort of playing off the other actors and that sort of thing. Yeah. I bet our listeners are like, well, isn't that what you guys are for? Can't you figure that out and do that research and tell us? It's a and... bonus episode. You're holding <laughs> yeah. us to too high of a standard. Yeah. We're not <laughs> good at this. <laughs> we're not involved at all. We're just fans. Um, sign up for our Patreon and you'll <laughs> yeah, get yeah. some exclusive behind the scenes commentary. Yeah. <laughs> That's our yeah. only selling point for our Patreon. <laughs> we do a little bit a, more research. Yeah, we don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> buy, buy a shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy, buy an I think you should love this shirt. Yeah. Oh, I had one more thing I wanted to say about this. What was it? Oh, um, I, do, I, uh, I remembered what it was. It was the phrase paint job, yeah. which is a close um, second place to mud pie in terms of a very visceral description of poop that i've never thought of before but it immediately makes sense to me yeah yeah paint job is one i've used since since hearing this (laughs) you know like oh i'm gonna use it all the time yeah so clickable it's 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 a little bit too (laughs) yeah Oh, God. Yeah, that's Tim, so great. Tim has a, a true gift for yeah. defecation related phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um one other detail I loved in this was like he's he's rejected, he's not sold a gun. And as he's leaving the story it just turns out he's like, see ya <laughs> Just like yeah. happily like kind of bounds out of the store <laughs> in a good mood. Like it's okay. I totally missed that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's like on to the next one. You gotta yeah. you gotta keep your spirits up when you probably have, you know, you gotta hit enough stores that somebody will finally give you one. But yeah. I oh yeah, I loved how the, the guy at the counter was like, I seriously never do this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> emphasizing that in like most situations where you probably shouldn't actually give the person the gun like Mm -hmm. it's fine but this specific one is too bad (laughs) Uh, okay well shall we do the episode wrap up yeah let's do it cool so yeah what uh, here's our voting guide you either love it you hate it or you don't love it yet (laughs) so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and draw my line in the sand and say that i love it i think there were some of them stuck out to me more than others and like some of them i was dying laughing and some of them i was sort of chuckling to myself but i also think that it's the sort of thing where like if i rewatched because i it's the same experience for me with i think you should leave where like rewatching really adds a lot of value to all of the little details and i'm sure the same thing would happen here but yeah there it was it was (laughs) There were ones that were funny enough, and as a whole, it was it was very funny. I'm giving yeah. it a a love it rating. Perfect. I thought as much. Um, do you think <laughs> you're going to watch the other episodes of the characters? Yeah, definitely. How many episodes are there? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, or I guess we I have the power there's... of Netflix at our fingertips. Yeah. One, 
one. There's Lori Lapkus, John Early, Henry Zabrowski, Kate Berlant, who we see in the Garfield sketch of uh, I Think You Should Leave, Natasha, Natasha Rothwell, Paul W. Downs, Tim Robinson, and Dr. Brown. So, mm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Boy, Get them out. that was fun for our listeners to listen to me count <laughs> those names. <laughs> one, two, I think you three, should love listening to four, me count. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. And now they yep. have to listen to me count them. So it's We both did it. Devil the hell. Yeah. Maybe every episode <laughs> episode from now on we should have our guest count to eight. Mm, <laughs> just say like yeah. hey, can you just count to eight real quick? <laughs> we we have them do it on their end, so it's just it yeah. gives us a nice break to get a drink of water or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be like our thing. <laughs> Make it into a t shirt. That's what's gonna keep people coming back is yeah. um all, all those, those unique jokes. draws are selling yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think that's why we're so accessible and uh, so addicting to listen to. Yeah. Unbiased source. Totally. Well, okay. So, listeners, if you want to count to eight, if you like hearing us count to eight, um, if you have <laughs> an incredibly uncomfortable situation in your life where you overcommit or refuse to back down uh send your stories into info at i think you should love this.com all one word uh maybe we'll read them on air um you can follow us on instagram and twitter at i think you should love this shop our merch at i think you should love this.com and don't forget to describe to describe subscribe and rate us five stars don't, don't rate us four describe yeah I mean, don't hurt if our feelings. If you rate us four or below, your review will be blocked. So don't yeah. even try. I mean, please do you don't do that. Do even know who that. we are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're... We're big wigs. <laughs> big wigs. The big dogs. Yeah. But seriously, well, thanks for listening. If you're listening, and Nate, thanks for your time. This was This was a fun one. Thanks, Joey, for putting this on. I had a great time. It was fun to be the guest. And it was fun yeah. to, uh, I think, watch it in real time with you. Maybe this is, maybe, maybe it's something we could, you know, try incorporating in future episodes. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. Everyone, see you all next time on I Think You Should Love This. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.